0: And welcome to The Deliberative. It's a podcast all about Exalted and the awesome people who play it. Mainly us, but also sometimes you. (laughs) Hi, I'm your host, Corey. This is our other host, Charles. Charles, how are you doing today?
1: You know, Corey, I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for asking.
0: (laughs) Good. Well, some of you guys out there might be wondering, who in the heck are this Corey and Charles guys, and what are they doing doing a, a podcast about Exalted? Well uh i guess first of all we'll just let you know a little bit about who we are and why we're doing this and what we're going to be doing uh my name is Corey reynolds and i have been playing exalted since probably the beginning of second edition having always wanted to play during the first edition but not being able to pry people away from their dungeons and dragons so finally able to do that in the second edition and uh charles and i here have known each other for gosh what would you say chuck how old were you when i first met you
1: 13 or 14 probably
0: okay yeah and i'm a I'm, I'm just a few years older than him so um yeah so we've known each other for a really long time uh i just turned 40 uh a few days ago very <gasps> sad yeah sometimes sad hey you're coming buddy you're right behind
1: <laughs> yeah i'm five <laughs> years behind for the record Five. Oh, okay
0: okay so uh so you got a little you got a little bit of time to go but it is true what they say. When you get there, like, kind of seems like everything falls apart all at once. <laughs> but, um, anyway, so we've known each other for a long time. We've played Exalted together before on a couple of occasions. Yep. Uh, we have uh, played on. We used to have a. We used to have a uh, a website, a forum site, where we would do play by post games, and we played a few different Exalted games there. Let's see, what all did we have? We had uh, Forbidden. We had a, we had a, a Solar's game about yep. uh, some folks exploring some ancient ruins and some evil
1: things there what, what were a couple of the other ones that we had oh i don't even remember the titles of them i know we played uh we played one season of a dragon-blooded campaign oh that's right unearthed unearthed that's right and then we started a second season but i don't think we ever got to actually finish it
0: no we got right in the middle there yeah we played a, a dragon-blooded <clears throat> game about group of dragon bloods who uh, were all issued power armor it was like four man iron man and yeah. uh it was yeah that was actually pretty fun that yeah, those, was uh, armor of the immaculate dragons in the second edition uh was just that was some amazing stuff so uh, <laughs> yeah we had a lot of fun with that uh doing a lot of you know trying to find some we, we, we went to sunken cities and cut the heads off of uh, ai and uh <laughs> Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it sounds like a fever dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if I remember correctly, the plot of that one was uh one of the guys in sort of high up in the Ladal house of the Dragonblood and he was trying to build a proxy empress, you know, since the empress has gone missing, he was going to build a, an AI controlled empress model and yep. have her come back and take over the realm. And we were his little lackeys going out, finding all the pieces he needed for this. Uh, hey guys, you want to, you want an idea for a cool game? There you go. Right there. Um,
1: <laughs> that one's on us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And uh, we started another one, didn't we start? Yeah. We started one called Caldera, which was uh, about, it was another Solars game. That was actually a third edition game. And uh, Oh yeah, that they, one didn't
1: get very far at all
0: it didn't get very far forum forum culture and uh just the people keeping up with posting and whatever just yeah drug us down there we that one was a little bit stillborn we kind of got started but uh but anyway hey it's a new day there are new things going on and uh you know love to love to be able to play some more exalted so i know that a lot of you guys out there have played probably a lot more exalted than we have but that doesn't make us any less interested or, uh, any less fans of this game. Uh, I, I know my, I myself have read quite a few of the books. This is my, my favorite game of all time and, uh, love reading it, love talking about it. And just, just thought we would do a podcast to give back to the community and give the community something that it was missing. Uh, as I drive back and forth to work every day, uh, I have a decent commute. And so I'm always looking for stuff to listen to and searching the the podcasts for anything to do with exalted as all of you know i'm sure is a very very difficult uh very difficult practice I man there's just nothing there and so i thought hey if there's nothing there let's put something there and so that's what we're doing here um so what what, what else would you say chuck i mean you you have other reasons why, why do you think the exalted community needs a show like the deliberative
1: Well, uh, I think there's probably not a whole lot I can say that you haven't already stated, Corey. Um, There really aren't Exalted podcasts. Um, I know that it has a very passionate fan base, but it just seems like, you know, if you look at games, the real popular mainstream games like Pathfinder, Starfinder, heck, even World of Darkness or Chronicles of Darkness, as it's now called, there seems to be a lot of External fan-based support for those kind of games, and that just—that's not really the case with Exalted. Exalted feels very, um, what's the word? I I would say insular. It's kind of an isolating game to play to me, where Mm -hmm. you know you have to kind of work hard to find people who like it. But then when you find them, those people typically like it with much greater fervor than the average role-playing gamer i
0: would completely agree with that and i I think one of the reasons you know just honestly one of the reasons why it does have that niche status is (laughs) you can't find the books anywhere in the stores you know you go to your friendly local game store and there's six gazillion pathfinder books there's even you know one gazillion DD 3.0 2.0 3.5 Uh, five, you know, even a few fourth edition books laying around. There's, uh, everything under the sun, seventh C. I mean, things that I've never even heard of or played. And then, you know, where, where's exalted, where's it at? Well, uh, there's, you know, the history of white wolf, the history of onyx path publishing that publish exalted has been fairly rocky in the last decade or so. They're now pretty much in just the print-on-demand space for books, and that means you're just not going to see a lot of these in the store, which means it's just not in a lot of people's headspace. Right. But yeah, like like you're saying, Chuck. I mean, um, once once you get somebody interested in it, though, I mean, it it they, like you say, they accept it with fervor. It's uh, it's an amazing setting, glorious uh, combat mechanics. Uh, I, I love just the overpowered nature of the game. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's, once, once people get, a, get a, a whiff of that, it's hard to go back to other games, honestly. And so you get some very committed fans. And yeah, they, and, and those fans need something in their week, to listen to and to talk about and to interact with and we hope that uh, as we do this show you guys will interact with us quite a bit we'll be calling for some some uh, community submissions here once we get a little bit more through the program but uh, but yeah and and, and so let me, let's just talk just for a second about you yeah. know we talk about why why the community needs a show like this but exactly what, what exactly are we doing here i mean right now you and i are just talking about some stuff but i mean when you talk about role-playing podcasts i mean there's really two things that that you're gonna Two different possibilities. You're either going to do an actual play podcast, and if you're mm-hmm. looking for actual play Exalted podcasts, you can find maybe one or two of those where people just sit around the table, they record themselves playing, and that's interesting uh, to an extent. Or, or that's 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 one thing that I, I guess would say that's a valid way of getting your enjoyment of a game, listening to other people play it. But then also just having a forum, having a, having a news talk, having an interview-type podcast. Uh, th- those are important, too, for the coverage of any subject, any game, any any niche product. And so that's really what we're trying to provide here is a place where you can get your exalted news, your exalted banter, Discussion about current things that are going on in terms of the newest Kickstarters or uh, what's going on on the forums on RPG.net or on the Onyx Path forums or anywhere else where good Exalted conversation is going on. Talking about some of the latest, uh, latest leaks from the developers of rules coming down the line, those kinds of things. We understand that Exalted doesn't have um, a very busy news calendar. Uh, it's been five years, I guess, since the Kickstarter for the third edition oh, gosh. book. and we <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was. It, it, I mean, that produced an amazing book, though, and uh, I know that there are differing opinions out there, but I personally, personally am of the opinion that the third edition of Exalted is just absolutely magnificent in pretty much every way uh i, I I'll, I'll let you know just how just how much i appreciate the game i don't even see bloat in the craft charms okay so if that it, it, so if that puts me on on the uh, you know on, on a spectrum somewhere i look at the craft charms and i go oh glory there are so many of these and i love it so um yeah and the gold experience points white experience points silver experience points yeah baby i love them I'm making myself an exalted or a solar exalt uh, Twilight Cast Crafter right now. And I'm looking at all those charms going, yeah, I so know exactly what the designers were doing here, and I want
1: it. So Corey, I know that you mentioned the uh Exalted Kickstarter, and for the listeners out there, I'll I'll fully admit, as much as I love Exalted, that's not a game that I know very much about because of how hard it is to find people willing to put in the creative energy in order to play a worthwhile game of it so it's kind of one of the things i dip in and out of more on a casual level Um, but Corey, you mentioned the something about a kickstarter is there an exalted kickstarter going on right now
0: well i'm glad you asked (laughs) yes actually there is and everybody out there in tv land knows that that we are in the middle of the last week of uh the dragon blooded what fire has wrought kickstarter i think we've got five or six days to go at the time of this recording we've gotten so far four out of five pieces of the manuscript and looking for the one i'm looking forward to the piece i'm looking forward to is the next one to be released which has all of the new martial arts including the immaculate dragon styles which i cannot wait you never
1: shut Uh, up about the martial
0: arts (laughs) Especially (laughs) Wood dragon style, baby, I cannot wait to see what they're doing with wood dragon style. So I, I I haven't read, I've read, I don't know, 40, 50 pages so far, kind of broken up over the, the four previews that they've given so far, but I haven't wanted to read too much because uh, it's just, it's black and white text. And I want to enjoy reading this thing in the context of it's gorgeous, you know, art laden final product and i feel like if i read the whole thing in black and white when i finally get the gorgeous book that i'm kickstarting an insane amount of money for uh i will be like
1: well dang i've read this so do you (laughs) want to uh reveal what level you backed it at on kickstarter Ooh, i don't know my (laughs) wife might
0: hear this podcast at some point (laughs) does she not know (laughs) i don't think so oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i am uh, right 30 dollars right the... <laughs> yeah yeah that's right, that's right. yeah just, i just did like the dollar you know hey thanks thanks for helping us out uh well oh, we appreciate your no i i am backing it at the archimandrite of the immaculate order level which is uh, and I'm, i'm putting on an add-on for both cloth maps so God, i'm about oh, 455 dollars at this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I when they had the third edition uh kickstarter for the core five years ago Gosh, i was, I was only your age <laughs> when, this, <laughs> when this thing was going on but, but yeah when they did that five years ago um i uh i only backed it at the i guess the 30 dollar level or whatever it was to get the pdf and uh And so I, you know, I, I wanted very badly to get the ultimate edition back then and just didn't have the money at the time. So, uh, so now that especially when, and I wasn't even going to get the, the ultimate edition of the, the Dragonblood book, but when they came out with the Archimandrite tier and they had both books on there, I was like, gosh, this is just, it's too good of a deal. I can't pass it up. And I want those (laughs) books very badly. (laughs) <laughs> and see, that's
1: that's kind of the quandary that I find myself in, specifically with Exalted, is I also want those books, but I know that the odds of me being able to use them, unfortunately, are kind of low. But that doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, flinging, flinging head over heels about the game either.
0: Right. Right. And uh, and, you know, what's going to happen here is you and I are going to get busy doing this podcast and then we're going to be like, hey, you know, the listeners deserve to hear a game of us playing with some of our friends. And we're going to do that. And you're going to be playing Exalted and you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, it's the best thing ever. I want those books. And then I'll be like, yeah, man, sorry about that. Yeah. Here's a picture. Here's a picture of me snuggling my two. <laughs> but yeah um, but yeah back to the dragon-blooded Kickstarter uh, I I've looked through quite a bit of what we what we have there uh, loving loving a lot of things about the charm set um, loving some of the the different uh, options that dragon blooded characters have in terms of origins and possible stories with the Empire of Prasad, the Forest Witches. Uh, those of you who are part of the Kickstarter who have access to the to the preview material, you know what I'm talking about. They just there's so much more going on with the Dragonblooded in this edition. Uh, I feel like in second edition you want to play Dragonblood. It's like, okay, are you going to be an outcast, the Lost Egg, you're going to be in the Immaculate Order, you're going to be a dynast, you know? And in this edition it's like uh, they've taken the options to, you know, the 10th level. You know, we, we've really cranked it up. So, uh, enjoying that. The charm set, loving what they're, do- what they're doing with the, uh, the auras, uh, with the various elements and how they're using that to control power level so that, uh, so that Dragonbloods can't essentially, you know, get up to solar type power by, you, you know, having their, their powers limited due to these uh, elemental auras. But the elemental auras... Even though they limit their powers in some ways by making it where they can't use, um, they can't effectively use certain charms together in the same turn. They also provide just so much flavor and so much power on their own in a different direction than the than the solar charms. And so, um, really, really enjoyed it, especially the the signature charms for those of you who've, who've looked at these. Uh, each ability now has a signature uh, of each element. So so each each abilities charm tree. So like dodge melee brawl whatever uh each charm tree in that ability now has five different signature charms one for each element that are all essence three wow yeah essence three charms and uh they're they're kind of like the you know insane expression of that element in that ability and some of them are just they're just absolutely over the top awesome uh if i'm i don't have it in front of me but if i'm right i think i think it was for for archery the wood signature charm for archery. You, you plant your bow in the ground and it grows oh, into, it turns a into a tree
1: tree. Yeah.
0: That's still a bow. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and, it, and it, instead of fruit, it has arrows growing from the limbs and you just snatch them and you just string them up on the tree itself and just, <laughs> dunk, dunk, trol, and you can use the tree for a cover, uh, you know, and as this amazing, uh, magical bow with never ending. I, mean, I read that and I'm like, Oh dear, golly, <laughs> this is going to be amazing. So, also love how much it feels more like avatar on this one uh i felt like you know it should have been avatar in second edition avatar the last airbender is what i'm talking about for those of you out there who for some reason never got around to watching the greatest uh, cartoon show that's ever been made yes Um, that doesn't apply
1: to me at all (laughs) Uh.
0: you didn't watch avatar the last airbender (laughs) no (laughs) you're you're 35 years old. You haven't watched Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay. To what are be you been clear, doing with
1: your life? To be clear, you're publicly shaming me, a 35 year old, for not having seen a cartoon.
0: Car You know, the fact that it's a cartoon is neither here nor there. <laughs> this is like okay. the greatest thing that human human has ever made. You know, in terms of fiction, <laughs> and you have just completely ignored it. To I your will watch
1: it. Okay, I'll watch it.
0: Okay, you better. You better uh, Yeah I mean and, and whatever you do Don't watch the M. Night Shyamalan movie Of you know the same name Because Oh that's actually that's... the
1: only one that I've seen I'm kidding I haven't seen it
0: <laughs> I avoided it on purpose Walk into a dumpster And set it on fire Okay <laughs> <laughs> By the way uh, We had a dumpster fire at my office last week And I videotaped it And it was amazing uh... Unlike uh-huh. M. Night Shyamalan's
1: movie
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> of The Last Airbender, which was so, so, a figurative dumpster fire. Absolutely nothing interesting going on there at all.
1: But to be clear, a literal dumpster fire is more entertaining than the figurative dumpster fire, which was M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong's Avatar The Last Airbender.
0: Yes. And in fact, a literal dumpster fire, for those of you who haven't seen one, might be more entertaining than a very, very many things in your life. <laughs> it was excellent. <laughs> oh, at one man. point, the fireman got up on a, a six foot stepladder. He was about the third or fourth step up, firing the hose at full blast into this little vent at the top of the dumpster. And he tries to peek in and see how it, how the fire is going. And the, the full bore uh, fire hose drifts slightly to the left and and the water stream contacts the side of the dumpster oh gosh. And he flew off of that ladder like a dude with a jet pack i mean he just like <laughs> Shoo! and he flies across like 10 feet away lands on his back and he's like in full gear oxygen tank and everything lands on his back the the, the water hose is still like just going all willy-nilly like Wah! you know he can't control it he's like somebody has to come up and help him turn it off and i and i Sadly, that's like the one part that I didn't have on video
1: because I, I mean, I know
0: the flames were like shooting out of this thing and I'm like, Oh baby, I got, you know, and then like the flames start dying down and I'm like, okay, I'll turn the camera off. And then this happens. And so anyway, I turned it back on. They, they finally got the main hooked up to the fire truck and, uh, they, they turned on the water cannon and were, it was like blasting it into the dumpster. It was amazing. I got that part of video. So this has been Dumpster Fire, the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry. Oh, oh man. It took a real yeah. hard turn there in the, in the third act. Oh, goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Didn't, didn't see that particular yeah. twist coming. <laughs> But you know, I feel like I feel like that much description of a dumpster fire is is uh, justified given what a dumpster fire the last Airbender movie was that <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan made, which was a movie that portrayed some things that were very much like Dragon in it, although poorly. So anyway. <laughs> So, back around to Dragon Blood. So, yeah, so the Dragon Blood is uh, finishing up this week. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait to get the PDF copy. Can't wait to get the ultimate edition of the book. Can't wait to get my cloth maps and hang them up here in my nerd cave in my basement.
1: When so, does the um, PDF become released after the Kickstarter ends? Is that a, like an almost immediate thing? Yeah,
0: I, I believe that it will be almost immediate. Okay. I mean, this is not like the Kickstarter of five years ago where, you know, we paid our money. We enjoyed the Kickstarter process, hit all kinds of stretch goals. And then, you know, years went by and we didn't see anything. I think it was three years, wasn't it? It was something like that. It was, it was just insane. The the amount of time that went by was insane. And from what I understand, uh, they had, well, first of all, what they did back then was their stretch goals were actually set up to add material to the core book. Uh, material that hadn't been written apparently, And so mm. we're like, you know, adding stuff live in the middle of the Kickstarter, and uh, in addition to that, the book. So, so that of course means you got to write new material, you got to get new art, you've got to read outline or relay out everything, you know, uh, get all that stuff edited. I mean, just you, you're adding just legs and legs and legs to the pro uh, to the whole project. But then also, from what I understand, they had to completely scrap and rewrite a good portion of the uh, of the rule set. Of course, then you had um, you had health problems with uh, some of the developers there and their families and whatnot. And it just uh, it got ugly, and so they have really, really changed their their approach uh, now. Onyx Path, just in general, not just for their Exalted stuff, but for all of their books, they've really changed their approach. I was going to say they
1: are they are very deliberate in how they fulfill their kickstarters now. Yeah, sure.
0: yeah. So this book is written. You know, and that's what they're showing us with the uh, <clears throat> with the backer previews. They're showing us these books are written, and as soon as this is done, I mean, and, and we see so many previews too of the layout, and and I can't see how they would have, you know, that many example pages already done in layout if the entire book wasn't done in layout. So I think this thing is done. I think maybe there's a couple of page number references that might need to be fixed in the index. They're probably already even through with that. So I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised by how quickly the PDF turns around on this. I think they're trying to regain some uh, some goodwill from the community. So we should see that PDF pretty quick. I don't know about the physical copy of the Ultimate Edition of the book, but sure. you definitely should see the PDF pretty quick. I'm looking forward to that. Can't wait to read it. Dragon Bloods, even though they're like the low-power exalted... Um, They have always been one of my favorite parts of the setting, uh, particularly because I'm such a big Avatar, The Last Airbender fan, but also because of our um, our dragon blooded series that we ran unearthed on our old website. And uh, that was just that was just a blast. Although I have uh, confirmed with the developers that the armor of the Immaculate Dragons will not be in this book. Yeah. Not in this book and not in the companion book to follow. And so I don't know where you're going to add the Army of the Immaculate Dragons. But if you don't, we're going to come get you. (laughs) I'm just going to lay that out there. We need power armor. So that's got to happen. All right. So um, that about wraps up what we want to do with this episode zero of our show. I do want to put out there that we want your feedback dear listener we want to hear from you guys what do you want to talk about do you have questions that need to be answered by a couple of guys who are kind of doofus with this system (laughs) with the rules but who love it and we will do the research and try to find out whatever it is you want to know we'll even try to contact developers for you and whatever get the answers that you want to hear or maybe you just want to say hey Hey, uh, the way you guys did what you did and do something better, whatever, whatever you want to say, whatever feedback you have questions you have, we want you to send them to us and we want you to send them to the deliberative podcast at gmail.com. That's just one big string of letters, the deliberative podcast at gmail.com. And I'll tell you what we'd like to hear most. I would, I would like to see you guys send us some audio clips of you asking your question. And the reason why I think audio clips are cool is because, well, that's what the show is. It's, it's us uh, talking to one another and I'd love to hear your voice. And I know the other listeners would love to hear your voice. So if you send us one, it will almost assuredly get on the show. If you send us an audio clip, okay, You'll we will basically also take your... be
1: famous, <laughs> yeah,
0: of course. I mean, yeah. So you, I mean, you want to become a star. This is step one. Okay. Send in an audio clip to the deliberative podcast at gmail.com. So yeah, send those in. We will we will make you sound amazing when we put you on here, and uh, so I hope that you do that. Hope we get some for the next couple of shows. We'll we'll be putting out this this call for content, and uh, maybe by the second or third episode, we will have some to to respond to. So, where can you find more of us online, Chuckster? Where can folks find more of you?
1: Well, Corey, um, one of the main games that I'm involved in is a living card game made by fantasy flight games called android netrunner Uh, i play that locally on monday nights but i also stream it on youtube every friday night from 9 p.m to 11 p.m eastern standard time and that channel name is system outage on youtube every friday
0: system outage so uh yeah for those people who don't know much about Netrunner now this this does go back to the original Wizards of the Coast Netrunner yes. game uh, developed by Richard Garfield right in,
1: in fact Richard Garfield created Netrunner the original and then this is kind of like the second edition
0: okay that fantasy flight has picked up is it still collectible or is
1: it it is no or, so that's um i've always kind of liked magic but it's it's an expensive game because every pack is right. random. So Fantasy Flight does this cool thing with a living card game model where every pack that they release has 60 cards. It's three copies of 20 unique cards, and every pack is the same, meaning if you hmm. buy the pack and I buy the pack, we have the same card. So it's a lot less okay. about someone being good because they have a lot of disposable income and it's a lot more about someone understanding the nuances of the game and deck building and skill and that kind of stuff so it's a lot of fun
0: yeah i my uh, 11 year old daughter and i were watching one of your streams a little while ago and uh I guess the game wasn't going so well for you because you you kept saying, "Oh no, oh that's not good, oh dear." Uh, and we were just laughing, like, yeah. Well, I guess this game's not yeah not going I'm, well for him. So
1: I'm not a very good player, but I enjoy playing it. And there aren't a whole lot of people that put content online, so I just wanted to yeah I just wanted to be part of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly what we're doing with this show. So, uh
1: oh.
0: <laughs> i have some stuff also online but i'm not going to tell you what it is because if you went and found it you probably wouldn't like me very much so i'm just gonna leave that a secret uh... <laughs> you know as someone who grew up
1: knowing Corey, i would i would agree with that statement i don't like him very much either (laughs) so
0: (laughs) if you really really want to know out there you can send us uh you know some requests for information i might send you something Uh, but yeah yeah most people it's probably way outside of their uh of their wheelhouse so um so anyway All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to episode zero
1: of The Deliberative. This has been Corey. And I'm Charles. And remember, if you're not stunting, you're doing it wrong. That's right. All right. Goodbye. See you guys later. Bye.